I'm Megan Cloherty. Dow closed down 135 at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Matt Piper in New York, mandating masks. Colorado Governor Jared Polis says they need to be worn statewide there. You should wear a mask when you're in public. You're going to a store, you're going to the office, you're going to a place where others congregate. You need to wear a mask. They also just went into effect in Arkansas. And next week, those in CVS pharmacies and several supermarket chains must also wear masks. This while Florida continues to break daily case records. I'm Peter King. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez says the majority of cases there are in 18 to 34-year-olds, many living in small homes with large families and no social distancing. He says the state and county are helping with one solution. 450 isolation hotel rooms. But he says young people need to act more responsibly. You are potentially getting your family members sick and potentially getting vulnerable people, your parents and your grandparents sick that can end up in the hospital and that can actually pass away. The federal ban on cruise ships operating in U.S. territory is being extended through September. The CDC ban was due to expire next week. A bombshell report just out from the Washington Post has more than a dozen women accusing former Redskins employees of sexual harassment and verbal abuse. Our Steve Futterman with the late-breaking details. The team's former chief operating officer is accused of expletive lace tirades. A wealthy season ticket holder is accused of inappropriately touching a female employee. And the former head of business operations is said to have urged female staff members to wear low-cut blouses and tight skirts. The newspaper says 15 former female employees told the paper they were sexually harassed at some point. The alleged acts took place between 2006 and last year. The Redskins have hired a prominent attorney to examine the allegations. The Vatican telling bishops around the world they should report cases of clergy sex crimes to police even when not legally bound to do so. Ann Barrett Doyle with Bishop Accountability says it's the latest effort to compel church leaders like the Pope to protect minors from predator priests. It is time for him to make zero tolerance of child sexual abuse the universal law of the Catholic Church. The FBI is now investigating a Twitter hack where people were duped into an apparent Bitcoin scam from the profiles of some very public people. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump's account is secure. The president will remain on Twitter, but his account was secure and not jeopardized during these attacks. It comes as several countries, including the U.S., accuse Russian hackers of trying to get information on a possible coronavirus vaccine. Today, the Dow lost 135 points, NASDAQ down 76, S&P losing 10. This is CBS News. Refresh your business tech during Dell Technologies Cyber Savings Event with up to 50% off computers, servers, and more. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor. 6.03 on WTOP on this July 16th, 2020. We're at 86 degrees in D.C., down to 70 tonight. And good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking news on WTOP. A bombshell report on a culture of sexual harassment and a hostile working environment at the Washington NFL team's headquarters in Ashburn. In a lengthy expose just published by the Washington Post, 15 women claim they were sexually harassed during their time working for the team, dating back to at least 2006. WTOP Sports Director George Wallace joins us live with more. George. All right, Sean. Yeah, the story we've been waiting to uh, for it to drop happened. 
has dropped the Washington Post, as you mentioned, and mentioned in the allegations, the three employees that left the organization within the last week, Alex Santos, Richard Mann, and Larry Michael Snyder. Daniel Snyder declined several attempts for an interview with the Washington Post and did release a statement saying the team had hired D.C. Attorney Beth Wilkinson to conduct a thorough independent review of this entire matter and help the team set new employee standards for the future. The report says that no woman accused Snyder or former longtime team president Bruce Allen of inappropriate behavior with women. But the Washington Post publishing the report just minutes ago, citing more than a dozen women alleging sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former employees of the Redskins. George Wallace, WTOP News. All right, George, more from you as we go through the hour here on WTOP. Now to the coronavirus and the plans to get students back into class in the fall. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser now says she's delaying a decision on how city schools will reopen. The mayor says recent coronavirus metrics are trending in the wrong direction, so she's taking a wait-and-see approach for the next couple of weeks. Let's get more from WTOP's Megan Clardick. Mayor Muriel Bowser acknowledges it's not ideal for families trying to make plans for school, but with three coronavirus health metrics, including community spread, increasing, it'll hold off on announcing a plan for DCPS until July 31st. She hopes charters, which educate half the city's kids, will follow suit. We need more time to observe what's happening with the virus. DCPS Chancellor Dr. Lewis Farabee says the plan for students who chose a two-day-a-week hybrid learning model that they hope to offer is to have no more than 12 people in a classroom. To do that, we are cohorting students into groups so we can maintain distancing and also to ensure that we can do appropriate contact tracing. Megan Clowardy, WTOP News. And the D.C. State Athletic Association says it has postponed all interscholastic athletics until January. That means no football. Now, basketball, indoor track and field, and cheerleading will have a first practice date December 14th and then competition by January 4th if everything goes right. Meantime, in Montgomery County, teachers want to know more about getting safely back into the classroom given the realities of the job. Teachers really want to get back and work with kids in the classroom. I mean, there's no substitute for that. But Christopher Lloyd, president of the Montgomery County Education Association, which represents teachers, says lots of questions remain. Like, how do you get kids to keep their masks on all day to sanitize in classrooms where lunches will be served? What, what happens when you introduce 11-year-olds into that? What happens when a child exhibits flu symptoms? Lloyd says he thinks everyone's trying to do their best, but that more detailed plans are needed for in-class instruction. A school system survey done before the plans were released showed just one quarter of teachers responding, saying they'd like to return to school when the new year starts. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Arlington County is finalizing its school plans this evening. We have a comprehensive list on what school systems in the area are doing this fall. You can go to WTOP.com, search schools. Now, there's been another jump in coronavirus cases and deaths reported today in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. One expert says it's related to what's happening elsewhere in the country. With other states seeing enormous coronavirus surges. It's implausible to think that that's not going to cause a problem here. As people travel around and spread the virus to other places, Dr. Joshua Sharfstein with the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health talks about another reason for higher local numbers. As we've opened up more, people have gone out more and not everybody has been careful. And so you, we're seeing increasing numbers of infections, particularly among younger people. In the past two days, D.C., Maryland and Virginia recorded more than 3,500 new cases and nearly 50 deaths. 
Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Latest on our forecast next. It's 6.07. Every time the Maryland Lottery sells a progressive fast play ticket, the top prize grows. The payday fast play game has a top prize that starts at $40,000 and goes up from there. The lucky numbers top prize starts at $100,000 and keeps growing and growing. Play both new progressive fast play games from the Maryland Lottery. Play fast, win fast, and please play safely and responsibly. The U.S. Senate recently passed the Great American Outdoors Act, legislation that restores our national parks and public lands. That includes Maryland treasures like the Harriet Tubman National Historical Park and the National Wildlife Visitor Center, preserving our history and our economies. Please contact Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and thank him for his leadership in moving the Great American Outdoors Act forward through Congress. Paid for by the Maryland League of Conservation Voters Education Fund. WTOP at 608. Prevent the spread of viruses with Michael and Son's germicidal UVC. Go to michaelandson.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. From the Bay Bridge toward Annapolis, Route 50 westbound. The crash between Route 2 and the Severin River Bridge. Car sideways, fire rescue on the scene. Two left lanes blocked westbound on 50, getting by to the right. Eastbound on 50, no delays from the Beltway to the Chesapeake. Several wrecks on the Beltway in Prince George's County last hour. One by one getting moved out of the lanes. Tow trucks are busy from Alexandria onto the Wilson Bridge. Traffic slow in the local lanes. On the outer loop, the crash blocking the left local lane. Delays easing beyond Andrews. That one was cleared. Crash number three on the outer loop near 450. Caller said that one blocks the left side. Crash number four on the outer loop near the BW Parkway is on the shoulder. Interloop near 450. That one involves a car carrier, but that also is mostly on the right shoulder. A longstanding wreck on the BW Parkway northbound between 197 and 198. Left lane remains blocked to recover one that flipped over. No delays on 95 through Laurel as an alternate. 270 without recent incident between the Beltway and Frederick. The work zone on Connecticut Avenue was northbound north of Bradley, right side, but should be mostly clear. In Virginia, on I-66, our most recent crash westbound before 28 Centerville on the shoulder. 95 southbound slow from Lorton Woodbridge. 395 northbound after Duke Street. That crash was moved onto the shoulder as well. WTOP reporters are driven by Fitzgerald Auto Mall. Shop the safe and easy way from the comfort of your home. Fitz Mall comes to you. Transparency and trust at FitzMall.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to NBC4 now. Amelia Draper with a look at what we've got going this evening for our forecast. What do you see? Well, I'm seeing uh, pretty quiet conditions in the immediate D.C. metro area, Sean, but on Storm Team 4 radar, some heavy rain is moving through Hagerstown, Williamsport right now, uh, approaching the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. So some scattered showers and thunderstorms out there tonight, especially north and west of Washington, with partly cloudy skies and lows in the upper 60s to mid-70s. Dangerous heat starts to build into the area, and it is dangerously hot here over the weekend into early next week. Now, tomorrow... A heat index around 100 degrees with highs in the low to mid 90s. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms tomorrow. Chance for a few storms over the weekend, but again, it's all about the heat and humidity. A heat index on Saturday of 102. A heat index on Sunday of 106 degrees. Heat advisories are likely, especially on Sunday into Monday. We could hit 100 degrees on Monday, something we haven't done here in a few years. Currently across the region right now, 88 degrees up in Frederick, 82 back in Hagerstown, and Annapolis coming in at 82. All right, Amelia, thanks. 611. 
And updating you on the breaking news story of the hour here on WTOP, 15 women, all former employees of Washington's NFL team, say they suffered sexual harassment and verbal abuse at work. One woman, Emily Applegate, a former marketing coordinator, agreed to let her name be used in a new exclusive Washington Post article. 14 other women did not want their names revealed. The men accused of the abuse include the team's former radio voice, Larry Michael. He just retired yesterday. They also include two employees who were fired this week, Alex Santos, the club's former director of pro personnel, and Richard Mann, the assistant director of pro personnel. Owner Dan Snyder refused to talk to the Post for the article. Now, the team, as we've reported, has hired D.C. attorney Beth Wilkinson and her firm to do an independent review of the entire matter. We'll have more coming up in sports in just a few minutes here on WTOP. Was it an assault? An investigation is underway after a video was released on social media showing how a Virginia state trooper dealt with a driver during a traffic stop. And I'm being forcefully removed. Take a look at me. I'm being I'm specimen right here, buddy. A lawyer for a Woodbridge man named Derek Thompson released the video this week. It stems from a traffic stop in April of last year. Thompson had an expired inspection decal as well as a suspended license. He would plead guilty to that as well as obstruction of justice without force after he's shown here refusing to get out of the car when he was arrested. You're going to get your ass whooped in front of Lord in all creation. But Thompson's lawyer released the video because he says at the end it shows his client getting assaulted by Trooper Charles Hewitt. Virginia State Police agree what's in the video is problematic. Hewitt's on administrative leave. John Dome and WTOP News. 613, the U.S., Britain, and Canada are accusing Russia of hacking into the databases of researchers working on a COVID-19 vaccine. The three nations say the hacking group APT-29 are believed to be part of the Russian intelligence services. And they say the ongoing attacks against academic and drug-making organizations are part of an effort to steal intellectual property. Earlier, I talked about this with Ellen Nakashima, the Pulitzer Prize-winning national security reporter for The Washington Post. The intelligence agencies of Canada, the United States, and Britain are saying that this group, APT-29, which is a Russian intelligence service, has been targeting the vaccine research of university labs and pharmaceutical companies and research organizations in these three countries in an attempt to try to get an advantage in developing a vaccine and also to gain you know, some bragging rights if they can put one out first. Any idea what specifically the Russians have been looking for? Well, we don't have details, specifics of what they've actually targeted, except that it revolves around COVID-19 research and vaccine research. And we know that a number of companies and university labs are working on that right now. There are over 160 vaccines being developed and you know, some 24 of them now in clinical trials and a handful of them are in some of these top companies and labs in Canada and the UK and, and the United States. What are intelligence agencies advising the researchers to do in this case? Well, these researchers know that they have been targeted for a while now by China in particular, but they are being told to really step up their security, cybersecurity, and these agencies have released samples of the malware exploits that the Russian hackers have been using so that these companies and labs can search for them in their networks. Ellen Nakashima of the Washington Post. Let's find out what happened today on Wall Street. On to Jeff Claybaugh. By the closing bell, the Dow was down 135 points. The S&P 500 index lost a little less than a half percent. Money news in 10 minutes on WTOP. Sports. 
at 15 and 45. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 615, the big breaking story out of Ashburn. Let's go back to George Wallace. All right, Sean. Yeah, the Washington Post publishing a report citing more than a dozen women alleging sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former employees of the Redskins. Mentioned in the allegations, the three employees that left the organization within the last week, Alex Santos, Richard Mann, and Larry Michael. The report does say, the piece does say that no woman accused Daniel Snyder or former longtime team president Bruce Allen of inappropriate behavior with women. And Snyder declined several attempts for an interview with the Post. In a statement, the team said it had hired D.C. attorney Beth Wilkinson, which we've been talking about all day today, to, quote, conduct a thorough independent review of this entire matter and help the team set new employee standards for the future. The Washington Redskins football team takes issues of employee conduct seriously. While we do not speak to specific employee situations publicly when new allegations of conduct are brought forward that are contrary to these policies, we address them promptly, quote, end quote, the team said. So the uh, that is the, re the published publication from the Washington Post about the story that you may have been hearing about over social media over the past couple of days. The Nationals getting set for another intra-squad game tonight and... According to the Post tonight, they're unsure if they'll start the season at Nats Park due to city virus, city coronavirus regulations, actively exploring alternate sites, including Fredericksburg or West Palm Beach. Good news, Juan Soto has been cleared and is at the ballpark. Howie Kendrick as well. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. Thank you, George. Latest on our forecast coming up here on WTOP. And then evictions. They could be happening in D.C. in the coming days as more people lose their jobs. We'll take a look at that. 617. Would you believe it if I told you I look forward to getting on the scale each week? It's true. I'm two months in with EMP 180, and I'm already down over 20 pounds. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. I don't know about you, but stressful times certainly make me reach for the snacks. I've never met a bag of potato chips I didn't like. But once the number on the scale started going up, I decided it was time to take control of my eating and my life with EMP 180. EMP 180 is more than a meal plan. It's a personalized approach to not only taking off the weight, but keeping it off as well. Plus,